Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to more to it, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally, that dude. Loving you guys because y'all loving me, man. Woo, Mikey P and I, we've been texting back and forth like we do as distant lovers of this show. <laughs> man, I text that dude more I text my wife. Oh, but man, the growth of this show, the growth of this channel, everything is coming along. So thank you guys for all your support and thank you for your viewership on Brinks TV and Reach TV and your membership into Wiley's World YouTube, where this week on Friday, our free swag away, guess what we're going to give out? All right, your boy got a cup full of stuff, right? This is the chalice. I am going to tag this up on the back in that gray Sharpie. Hook y'all up with that. Y'all can hear it in there. There's some stuff in there, but I ain't going to let y'all know what's in there. But one of the things is this. Ah, just one of them. That's me. When I was an itty bitty and I had more muscles and I used to sack quarterbacks, man, autograph cars. There's more. See, look at me. I'm a magician right now. I'm going to put all of that in the chalice and more for you on free Friday swag away. All right, y'all. Well, you know how we start off every show. Well, what's up with that dude? Okay, this weekend was epic in a good way and not a great way. Let me just be real. My wife was going up north to Canada to see the family. So I had all the itty bitties to myself, man. And I was proud of my, what I was able to do as a leader of this family and hold it down. Uh, but it did highlight how much it's a blessing and how important it is to have both parents present. Let's just say that. Let's just say that the, the bedtimes changed this weekend. Uh, the meals look different this weekend. The house looked different this weekend, man. So I was still proud. I held it down for the fellas. Everybody made it through healthy and happy. But man, we different. Men and women are different for a real reason. It's like there's some stuff I was just letting go, and I knew in the voice of my head, my wife was just yelling at me from Canada, like, what the hell you doing? Don't let that slide. But I'm a dad, man, and I was Mr. Mom this weekend. Um, other than that, we had a bunch of team parties. 
Uh, we actually had two, so like half the team came on one day, and a couple came the next day. That was fun. Uh, like in my mind, I'm trying to turn my home into the Jim Brown house, the late great, rest in peace, Jim Brown. And a lot of people don't know this, but Jim Brown's home was accessible to a lot of people in the community, especially kids. If you needed a mentor, you needed some advice, you needed to just navigate through a lot of the BS of the hood, you can go up to Jim Brown's house and chop up wood with him. So I'm trying to create that kind of uh, ecosystem around me with my family and with my friends and also with all the kids and itty bitties that I coach. So, so far, so great, man. It's really heartwarming when you see all the kids just playing without any issues, any borders, any problems. Other than that, mama's home. Um, looking forward to tonight. I, I was nice to her last night. I just let her go to bed. But tonight we got to talk. We got to hang. We got to snuggle. We got to huddle up and see what play we're going to call. Hopefully uh, I get an appointment if you know what I mean. All right, let's get into the show right now and talk about Chris Sims, who once again is bitter. Like Chris Sims is getting a lot of headlines for being bitter. Um, I think he's a good analyst, but every time I hear about him, it's like he's mad at something. Right now he was mad at Tua's $10,000 donation to a super fan's family. Let me give you the story. So he drew the ire of Dolphins fans when he picked a bizarre time, a weird time, hella crazy time to stand against some Twitter trolls. So we know who he is, analyst and former quarterback, host of Pro Football Talk Live with Mike Florio. Y'all know Mike Florio. On Thursday, the discussion turned to Tua and they were talking about his GoFundMe page for a Miami super fan who died in a car accident. Right? Heartwarming. Real calls right here. Respect to Tua for giving $10,000 to the family of Eric Carmona, who was a Dolphins fan, super duper Dolphins fans who supported the quarterback on social media. And we all know that could be an experience if you supporting Tua anywhere. I used to work on the shows and talk good about Tua and you had to duck from all the bullets that were coming your way. So we know that in this situation, we saw that Chris Sims took a little issue with that and took some shots at the guy as the guy had taken shots at Chris Sims before. So Chris Sims started off, you know, they always start off really nice, you know, with the butt claws coming. But, but he says, quote, a horrible thing, a horrible accident, right? And then he's going to get his little jab in there. He obviously was a huge Tua fan, also a huge guy that trolled me a lot on Twitter. Okay, and then Florio interjected with a like kind of like laugh of good like that's what he's supposed to do But they kept going so Florio attempted to move the conversation along and just say hey, that's just sports fans They're passionate move on big dog. It ain't that serious And then Florio told Sims if he didn't have the platform or football career that he had Maybe Sims would be one of those vocal fans one of those trolls that he's calling Eric Carmona, right? so then Sims didn't get the hint, you know, he just kept going through the stop signs and uh, he wasn't buying it. So he said, this is a deep subject. Uh Oh, don't get deep on somebody else's death. That's just like, I don't know what book they wrote that in, but let's just put that in a book right now. Let's not go deep. You go to someone's funeral. It ain't the time to talk about the times they were messing up or how they contribute to their own death, how they asked themselves to get into that casket. Nobody wants to hear that because we're all sinners. But Chris Sims seems not. He says, this is a deep subject and I think it's societal and I won't go into it cause I'm only going to get myself in trouble. Once again, another stop sign. You told yourself now, you need to stop. But he kept going. He said, consider being trolled 
a good thing. Being trolled is better than being ignored in the space that we occupy. Florio's giving him another handout like, dog, it's not that deep, he says. Sports fans love their team. However, my man wasn't done. He said, we're also setting an example of like, hey, here's money to a guy who's very negative too. That's all I'm saying. Like, he just can't let it go. It was tragic, and I don't want to make it clear. I want to make it clear. Rest in peace to him and his family. Like, clearly, I do. I love passionate fans. I do. There's no doubt about it, all right? So I just want to make sure that's clear. Yeah. But he also said some other things that made it look a little unclear. So then the fans start getting at him like, yo, that's disgusting. You're out of line, to put it mildly, etc." What's going on here in this situation? To me, this is simple. If you're Chris Sims, you're being hella insensitive to a man's death that is not connected to a man trolling, which is not connected to you getting trolled by that man. So why in this moment are you trying to bring it all back full circle? Like, I understand you're trying to keep it real in some weird, fake way, but why this moment if you're Chris Sims? Why be so bitter? And why are you so affected by somebody trolling you like you got receipts on him to the point where you want to bring the receipts to his death, right? It's kind of weird right there. But what do you guys think? Maybe I'm being hypersensitive to his insensitivity. But me, if you troll me, fine. I know you, maybe. But when you're dead, guess what? I just would call that one even, right? I'm not about to come to you with the receipts talking about how you are. Let me know what you guys feel about this one in the comments. Oh, still can hit it like no other. And man, I'm loving y'all and thanking y'all for your viewership on Brinks TV, Reese TV, and your membership YouTube, Wally's World, where I'm going to hook y'all up with some autographs this week on Friday Swag Away. Yes, that is me. Um, not too many pounds ago, but a lot of muscles ago, right? And I'm also going to hook y'all up with my chalice from Never Shut Up. It'd be nice if I centered it. That helps. I never could do this right. Bam! Right there. I'm going to tag this on the back as well. And there's some, there's some other love in there, man. It's going to be a whole kit, whole love package for you guys for loving your boy. All right. Speaking of somebody that I love, my man Mike Breen is talking about sports coverage right now in totality, right? Mike Breen, now he doesn't give a lot of takes. We know who he is. He's a play-by-play -play guy, right? He just keeps it kind of even kill. Uh, but that may be a reason why everyone seems to love him because he just doesn't step outside the box. He just gives you the game, gives it to you straight. But doesn't mean that he doesn't have takes and doesn't have a voice and takes to give. So Breen, he was on Dan Levitard's show, South Beach Sessions podcast, and during the interview, it was extensive, it was emotional, it was entertaining, it was a good interview, y'all, check it out. Levitar got Breen going and to give a strong opinion on the state of journalism, specifically the media's tendency to be overly theatric in their criticisms. I don't know if Dan has said it yet, but Dan continues to lean into this specific lane of the media world, right? That's what seems like really gets under his skin for right reasons, too. I agree with him. But as my coaches always say, if you ain't saying something nice about somebody on this team or <laughs> I want to hear the names and numbers, right? Not just say, oh, man, we need to do better. It's like, all right, we get it. But then if you say, no, they suck. We suck. It's like, no, who you talking about? Like, we all don't suck. It's crazy. You could be on a sorry team, but even 
the guard is a pro bowler or, you know, the running back's a pro bowler. Like, don't say we all are. My coaches always say names and numbers. So I'm thinking he's talking about Skip Bayless. I think he's talking about Stephen A. Smith, even though that's his boy. He's just talking about the performance, not so much the performer. Get it? We're talking about the acts, not the actor. We're talking about what you're doing, not the person. So I think that's where he's narrowing this down to. So as Levitard was talking to Breen and the fundamental decency of sports media has been lost, knowing that Breen has his long career, he said, it must be bothersome to you to watch what sports coverage has become. And Breen was ready for it. He said, quote, I hate it. Journalism has become criticism and I hate that, that people feel they have to be critical to be considered a good journalist or to be a good analyst. And there's so much out there that it's difficult to put yourself in their positions. We all make mistakes. I make mistakes on the air. Players make mistakes on the court and it's just become too critical. And it's just not, ooh, and it's not just having to be critical. It's the words that are used in the criticism. I've always felt I'll criticize somebody, but I only use words that I would say to their face. Why do you have to crush people while you criticize them? There's a respectful way to do it. And I think a lot of people have gotten away from that. And that bothers me. Let's have some fun with that comment right there. Oh, man, it is crazy how we have allowed sports media to turn into what it is at the top. You know, the top dogs are allowed to say whatever they want to say about said athlete, about said sport, about something that we all love and are passionate about. And I get it because I'm in the stands at games and I hear what you guys are saying as fans. And I'm like, damn, that ain't for live television. That ain't for air broadcasting, right? And at the same time, I thought that sports media was going to take a different approach. Um, yes, entertain. Yes, educate but also put a healthy respect on everything you're seeing out there because 99.99% of y'all who talking about it can't even do it, right? Let's just be real. Like the biggest dogs, Skip, Stephen A, who else you want to say, Dan, like whatever. The, the, the respect has to be there in the transmission of your message because remember, dog, you talking out of turn. That ain't for you. Now, I respect everyone's opinion in the sense of, you have the right to have that opinion, but I thought it would go through the process in making that opinion public of respecting where it's going to land. But it seems like we're off the mark with that. And that doesn't give me high ground because I played at the highest level that I can say anything. But there's a reason why I don't say anything. There's a reason why I always put a healthy respect on guys. Even if I am being critical of them, I'm talking about their game. I'm not talking about their name, right? And it just got lost. And you know how it got lost? Because somebody went out of pocket and got rewarded. And then everybody else started looking at them like, yo, that's what culture is, right? What's rewarded? So if you're rewarding this, don't tell me how you want us all to come up here and be respectful and just break down the game and break down what we saw and give our opinion and make sure you do it in a respectful way when somebody disrespects and they get more likes, more views, more clicks more platform, more say. And that's what's happened. So now we just got all these gremlins out here. <laughs> Damn, they're just doing the same thing. Add water to them. Oh, another one. I got another one. I got another one. And just going more outlandish at times. So it's, it's cool. I mean, 
It is entertainment. I don't care which way you go. If you're the most respectful or the most disrespectful, I find some good and even the disrespectful comments because they don't always go there. But when they do go there, you'd be like flag on the play, fool. Out of bounds, unsportsmanlike conduct. But no one is there to flag all of these sports opiners, right? In part, I swear, I'm starting to raise my hand to police the police. Like, I really feel like part of my job right here is to be like, yo, nobody talk about y'all. And y'all didn't play? Oh, hell no. Nah. Y'all ain't going to skip two lines. It's one you didn't even play, and your ass still up there talking like you a baller. It's another thing down. You talking down on these dudes? I just saw Westbrook this morning. That's my boy. Um, we ain't talking about this. But at the same time, every time I see him, it just pops in my head. Yo, they ain't got no respect for this future Hall of Famer. So he ain't going to say anything, but I am. <laughs> so somebody got to police the police in this situation. And it's good to see that Mike Breen, even being on the inside, being on the force, is still looking at his comrades like, come on, y'all, do better. What y'all think about sports media right now? Agree with Mike Breen? Agree with me? Or y'all like, ah, y'all shut y'all old butts up, man. We like this new juice. Say what you want. Who cares? Look forward to seeing what y'all say in these comments. Thanking you for viewership on Brinks TV, Reese TV. Membership on YouTube is still growing. On Wiley's World, where people are going to get this week on the Friday Swag Away. Ah, I got it centered. Look at this chalice. Ain't it fresh? And over here, it's going to be me tagging that thing up with whatever you want. Also, there's some goodies in there. I ain't going to say what that is. Just some love. And then this is me, the itty-bitty version of me, the one who used to turn the corner and sack your quarterback. Hit the corner, finna get busy. Ask the big homie, who is he? The fool. Y'all don't know. If anybody in the comments know who said that, I'm gonna have to give you a gift yourself. I'm not gonna repeat it, so hit the rewind button. Give me another view. I don't know how the hell it works, but basically I want you to tell me who said that verse. All right, now let's talk about who says a lot and some dope verses. My favorite in radio, Colin Coward, this is my dog. I love him in terms of his radio presence. He says that ESPN came after him, talking about a reunion, right? So it's been eight years since he left the fold lettuce, and now he's at Fox Sports 1, he's the radio host of The Herd, we know that. But he was talking and reminiscing about his old days over there at ESPN. So remember how it ended? I forgot this, it ended like in 2015. And it was kind of unceremonious in the sense of he made those controversial comments about the Dominican Republic baseball players and then uh, kind of just went away. Like, it's weird. A lot of guys just dip. Like, Shannon, he's going to just leave at the NBA Finals um, knowing internally what they've talked about in terms of his departure. It sounds like it's going to be a little more subdued. I left. They were like, you going to come back and let everybody wish you well? And I was like, no, nah, I'm gone. I, 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 I guess it's the, the athlete in Shannon and I, and I guess it's the baller in Colin Coward. Just like, all right, that's how y'all want to do it? Cool. So, you know, Colin was talking about that, and he said, look, 10 years is a lot to do on the ESPN treadmill, the car wash. For y'all who don't know what the car wash is, if you notice, basically everybody at ESPN is on a show primarily, but on all the shows in terms of their opportunities, right? It's called the car wash. So when you get there, you may be on first take, even Stephen A, your first take, but then I need you on inside the NBA. 
Hey, you busy? Can you go on Sports Center? Hey, you busy? This just in, like, etc. Right? They make them go through all that stuff. It's called the car wash. So he says he enjoyed it. I hopefully don't have any enemies there. I really enjoyed it. They circled back a few years later and came after me and said, I really appreciate it, but I'm part of a new family. Remember, he went to FS1, him along with Skip Bayless, and got paid, got power, got platform, got freedom and latitude. Enough freedom where Colin Coward started the volume years later. You know what the volume is. That's a podcast network. Not just a podcast network, but a direct competitor to where he works in Fox's audio. So Fox Audio, Club Shay Shay was a part of that, right? Nick, what's right with Nick? What's wrong with Nick, right? Skip Bayless show, all that. Colin's like, all right, y'all got y'all's. Let me start mine. And you notice he's not on theirs because he's a competitor and still got the herd and still work at FS1. <laughs> Give him them James Worthy big claps for that, boy. He pulled a good one, right? So he says he really appreciates it, but I'm part of a new family, but it wasn't for any other reason than my wife and I, we wanted new adventures and new adventures he got. So now you see him over here. He's still talking about it. He says, look, he notices like everybody that ESPN radio is not, let's just say in their heyday, right? They're not in their prime right now. Remember it was Mike and Mike. And then you had Colin. Shoo, you was over there. Who else they had over there that was just tilting? A uh, couple others, but those were the two big boys. Like, golly, what else can you do? And now, uh, I'm going to give y'all some scoop. Uh, the Jay, Keyshawn, Jay, and Max show. People are saying, nah. We already heard the reports about Max Kellerman and this just in potentially being gone because of Pat McAfee. But even in the radio, keeping to this story, uh, that show may be gone. If you want to know the details of that, uh, Keyshawn's under contract. So it's not about Keyshawn necessarily. Max, if they're flirting with the McAfee timeline up, what's going to happen to him on radio? Mm, do you just keep him around just for radio? At that number, obviously that's going to be a negotiation. Uh, that's going to be a haircut. And then Jay Will's contract is up. Y'all now start reading it, right? It's not that hard to put together if you know the pieces. So Coward did not say that ESPN attempts to do a little more handholding of their employees, but he did kind of leave that open. And I think the assumption was made because at Fox, you do have more freedom than ESPN. Maybe it's because it's a smaller operation, but even in a small operation, people could be more hands on. But I, trust me, being there, Colin has the latitude and the freedom he desires and frankly that he's earned being Colin Coward. The dude literally comes in there, prepares with the squad. He says they're very low maintenance. They have their breakfast. They do the show. Two minutes after the show, peace, peace. I'm out of here. Don't even, I, don't, I don't need y'all to hold my hands. I don't need y'all to post-production meetings and all that. I'm a pro. I got this thing on autopilot. So it's good to see that, that he's in the right place and respect to him for what he has going in multiple lanes. And he also gave a salute to ESPN, especially for them doubling down on opinions and giving Pat McAfee his dough. Five years, 85 as reported. So seems like he's in a happy place. He's not tripping on going back to ESPN. Like we see some guys going, even though they got the cost cuts, they still are investing in their future. What do you guys think about this story? Think Colin should ever flirt with going back to ESPN? Are you loving where he is? Or neither. You're like, damn it, 
I'm just tired of all this stuff. Enough is enough. Do you guys even listen to radio anymore? Or is it all just podcasts? Is it all just YouTube? Y'all know how we finish off every show with our Wileyism. Today's is kindness is the language which the deaf hear and the blind can see. Mm, that's love right there, right? Kindness. Kindness is different than being nice. I tell people this all the time because a lot of people like walking around here and being nice. And if you watch people who are nice, that's an on and off switch. You watch them around certain people that they want to impress, around certain people that they like. They turn it on. They're nice to them. And then around people that they don't like or they got issues with, they turn it off and they're not nice to them. Kindness is a whole different animal. It's way deeper than that. If you're kind, you know what? Just to your core, you're not affected by someone else's negativity to your core. Yeah, you're not happy with somebody else doing the wrong things or wronging you. But at the same time, it doesn't take you off your path. It doesn't take your energy of being kind. So nice is kind of like the surface level. All the things you can see up, what they built on top of is there a foundation of kindness? My wife and I always talk about this because I always tell her she's nice and I'm kind. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm kind too. And then I realize, baby, no, because I don't let you grab my remote control. I won't let you alter me. I won't let you step on my Jordans and say, what's up, Naomi? What's up? Like, all right, you stepped on my Jordans. What are we going to do about this, bro? Or somebody walks up to me and says, hey, Marcellus, you suck. You're a punk. I'll be like, all right, I agree with you. What else going on? How you feel? Oh, you wanted something from that? You wanted some beef? You ain't getting no beef from me, fool. I got too much to live for and too much to love. And I'm too damn kind, right? It's deep. When you're kind, you're more secure in your existence, right? Everything is coming your way. You just plow through it with kindness and you kill it. You kill them and you kill it with what? Kindness. So, man, go all the way to the core. Ask yourself, are you nice or are you kind, right? So, you know, we've seen it in the Bible and all the holy books. When you guys get slapped on one cheek, do you turn the other cheek? Me, you slap me on one cheek, I'm going to turn the other cheek. And you're going to turn both cheeks. I'm going to No, let's get I ain't that kind, God dang it. All right, here we go. So kindness is the language which the deaf hear and the blind can see. Basically, everyone feels that kindness. Everyone becomes invigorated with that kindness. It connects to us all and gives us higher vibrations. All right, y'all, that'll do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today, want to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcellus Wiley. More to it is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, That Dude Entertainment and Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcellus Wiley, Paul Anderson, and Nick Pinella. Thanks for all the love, ratings, and subscriptions, and reviews, membership to Wiley's World on YouTube. Keep it coming because there's more coming from more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. 
Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.